Well, as I mentioned in the announcements uh, last Sunday, I recently attended the Dasis ordination service of 22 people who are ordained to the sacred order of deacons, including two of St. Andrew's own, Linda Ford and Mike Thomas, uh, both of whom graduated from our Diocesan Iona School for Ministry. Now, some of those ordained last Saturday uh, will go on as deacons. They will go on to become, they are deacons, and they will go on to become full-time priests. Others who are ordained, they'll go on to become bivocational priests, meaning they will continue whatever career they already have, and then also serve one of our smaller churches in the diocese for, they say, 10 hours a week, but it's usually more. Uh, the rest will continue to serve as deacons. That's what Linda will do. Uh, deacons are one of the three orders of ordained ministry in the church, and the deacon, deacons, the deacon, the ministry of a deacon is that of service, especially to the poor, the sick, the friendless, and the needy. And deacons interpret to the church the needs and concerns of the world. Now, Mike and Linda are not the only ones St. Andrews has prepared and sent out to serve in ordained ministry. Hayden Paul completed his first year of seminary in Virginia, and beginning this fall, Michael Thompson will start at the Iona School for Ministry. Uh, for four of the last five years, uh, we have had a curate placed with us by Bishop Doyle, and we have been involved in their formation as priests. Uh, those two curates, uh, Matt and Brian, are now serving in churches in the Diocese of Texas and then in the Diocese of Northwest Texas. And that's not all. That is not all. The preacher for the ordination service for the deacons was the Right Reverend Todd Owsley. And during his sermon, he mentioned St. Andrew's role in calling him into ministry when he was a young adult uh, here in Bryan College Station back in the mid-1980s, 1984-ish, somewhere around in there. He told the story of how soon after he and his wife started attending church here, uh, members of St. Andrews, some of whom were at the cathedral last Saturday in support of Linda, uh, nudged Todd into ministry of working with St. Andrews youth of that time. Uh, Todd went on later to go to seminary, become ordained as a priest, and later was elected as the Bishop of Eastern Michigan. And now he works uh, for the National Church with uh, our presiding bishop, Michael Curry. So St. Andrews has had and continues to have a role in forming people for ordained ministry and leadership in the church. Now, Jesus never ordained anyone. No, he didn't ordain anyone a bishop, priest, or deacon. Uh, one of the, he never like laid hands on the top of a person's head and said, make this person a priest, make this person a bishop, or make this person a deacon. He never did that. One of the arguments against women's ordination in the 70s was that Jesus never ordained women. Well, he didn't ordain men either. <laughs> what he did do, what he did do was teach people about the kingdom of God, demonstrate to them the healing power of the kingdom, and then send them out as ministers to proclaim the kingdom of God and to cure those who were sick. And in today's reading from the Gospel according to Luke, Jesus, after sending out the 12 disciples, sends out 70 other disciples 
and says to them that whatever house they enter, they are first to say to those in it, peace to this house, meaning the peace of salvation, the completeness of salvation. And they were to remain in the house, same house, eating and drinking, and whatever was provided them. And they were not to take advantage of people by moving from house to house to house and enjoying their hospitality. Uh, and while in the villages, they were to cure the sick, cast out demons, and declare that the kingdom of God had come near. Now these 70, these 70 were actually the second wave of missionary activity that Jesus had initiated. Earlier, Jesus, as I said, had sent out the uh, the, the disciples known as the twelve and gave them the power and authority to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick and now he's doing it for 70 others uh, John Dominic Crossan the biblical scholar and author says Crossan says that he deliberately calls the group around Jesus companions rather than disciples Crossan says disciples means student in Greek and when a, student's, when a teacher sends out students on their own and tells them to speak exactly, act exactly, and live exactly as their teacher does, then they have graduated from being students to becoming companions. And so he calls those around Jesus not disciples but companions because they, he sends them out to do as he has done. But I would like to emphasize here that the 70 were first disciples. They were first students before they were companions of Jesus and sent out as his representatives. Because they were students, and as students, they had spent time listening to Jesus. They had spent time observing what Jesus did. And then after that, they were sent out to do as he did. As I said earlier, Jesus didn't ordain anyone. Uh, most of the ministry of the church is done by lay people not ordained people. In our catechism, which is found near the back of the Book of Common Prayer, it states that the ministry of lay persons is to represent Christ and his church, to bear witness to him wherever they may be, according to this gifts given to them, to carry on Christ's work of reconciliation in the world, and to take their place in the life, worship, and governance of the church. The 1979 Book of Common Prayer reclaims baptism as the basis for ministry, not ordination. And by virtue of our baptism, we are all ministers, and Jesus sends all of us out, just like he sent the 70 into the world. And though Jesus told them to carry no purse, to carry no bag, to carry no sandals, he didn't send them out unprepared. He sent them out prepared. They had been with Jesus, listening to him, observing him, and in the reading, it says that he gave them instructions on how to live, on what to do. He said, you know, whenever you enter a house, say peace to this house. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide. Uh, whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. And whenever you enter a town and they don't welcome you, he says, go out to the streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to your feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near you. Now when they finished this mission that Jesus sent them on, they, they came back to Jesus, it says, with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. And Jesus said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. 
meaning that Satan's reign was over. And even so, Jesus says, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Now we may wonder whether we are prepared for the mission Jesus sends us on, and the answer is yes. We have been prepared by coming here and listening to the stories about Jesus and the things he said and the things that he did. Uh, we have communed with him by partaking of his body and blood. Uh, through our worship, we have spent time in his presence. So we can leave here and be kind to our neighbors. We can, we can be the best teacher that God has intended us to be, the best friend, the best parent, the best lawyer, whatever it is it may be, wherever we may re represent Christ, we have been prepared to do it. We can volunteer at the church food pantry the mobile food pantry. We can prepare lunches for those working on a house for Habitat for Humanity. That opportunity is actually coming up in a few weeks. Uh, if we feel like we need more preparation, there are multiple opportunities to, to reflect and grow deeper in our faith. You know, the programs of Middle Way Urban Monastery, uh, the Fine School for Spiritual Direction and Formation, Education for Ministry, also known as EFM, which is taking applications now. Please see Lynn Stutz for more information. Uh, there is the Iona School for Ministry, which has three lay tracks besides those for ordination. It meets just 45 minutes away at Camp Allen. We also have, of course, our own Sunday School Christian Education offerings. Now, the mission of the church has multiple dimensions. And one of those dimensions is forming people for ministry. And as part of the church, we prepare people for ministry and send them out into the world. As John Dominic Crossan said, when the teachers sent out students on their own, they had graduated from being students to being companions. And for us, there is always more to learn, and we can always continue to grow in faith. And yet, we're still sent. We're still supposed to go. At the end of every Holy Eucharist, there is a dismissal. As you remember, there is a dismissal in which the in which we say, go forth in the name of Christ. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. And when a deacon is present, it's the deacon's job to announce that dismissal and send the people back into the world. Send us all back into the world. And when we respond to it with thanks be to God, we're affirming that the service has been brought to a conclusion and we're announcing that we accept God's mission. So let us accept God's mission so that our names too may be written in heaven. Amen. Amen.